oh here's another theory what if they're souls and then when they cross over to the human dimension they possess another body so like that's why the skeletal remains died because like the person they possessed is dead it's possible fair and so that's why when they go into the dimension they they turn into souls (laughs) like soul And we are live with another episode of the Miss Marvel After Show. This is episode five. Uh, five down, one left to go for the season. This is a show brought to you by The Keeg, where we talk about uh, a show in this particular instance. It's Miss Marvel. Uh, Miss Marvel dropped at midnight, and we're here an hour later here to talk about the episode that literally just happened. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and uh, I can't do it alone. And uh, that's why I have co-host Rid. Rid, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. Excited to chat about Miss Marvel episode five today. Did you did you get my Google Doc where I said you have to write a song to sing as co-host? Um, did you create that song, song and dance? I'm just joking. I'm, I'm just joking. Yeah. I, I didn't tell you to do any of that. I mean, I can probably sing some sort of Hindi song because it is Miss Marvel. Yeah. Um, that's I don't, next I don't time. know if we have time. Yeah, time. But thank you for being here. You, you've been my guest for the past two episodes, and now you're in the co-host chair. And I don't know how that changes anything, but, you know. I'm so, I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> have fun, yeah. Uh, our guest for today, uh, the name on the marquee is Maria, a.k.a. call me by this name, Maria. Such a long username on TikTok. I know. I didn't think I would actually like make content, so I made the name, and then I got started making content, and now I'm here. So sorry. Now about you're that. now you're stuck. Yeah. Yeah. There's a story behind it, but we can do that later. No, that's all right. I mean, yeah, yeah we could. I mean, is it a cool story? Is it super fun? Actually, it kind of works with Miss Marvel. Um, I've always been called a different name than my actual name. Okay. Like I get Maria. Um, people go by my last name. I actually have another first name that's not muslim it's actually hindu so my parents are like they don't like to bring that one up oh. so i this is the first social media platform that i actually go by maria so that's why i was like calling with the same maria like yeah an ode to the fact that yeah well i mean i when i first read it i did think it was maria because m-a-r-i-a but then i learned yeah at least you know the spelling that's impressive i mean it's spelled like maria Right? Yeah, Maria should be spelled differently. They spelled it wrong. How how but is my, it supposed to be spelled? M A A R Y A. If there was oh. a Y, they, everyone would know. But like my parents spelled it like you know because I guess they didn't think like oh it'd be a big deal or maybe they wanted me to some way. I don't know. I wasn't. Who know. knows? I mean, I'm my name's Dimitri, so like I get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, we're here to talk about uh, Ms. Marvel in episode five. Uh, we've obviously had four other episodes before that. Uh, first thing, shout out to Spidey Jams out there. Uh, I don't know if any of you two know Spidey Jams, but Spidey Jams says my sister-in-law spells it M-A-R-I-Y-A. Mm-hmm. So I guess Spidey Jams has a sister-in-law named either Maria or Maria. So there we go. Uh, and then we have Sabitra Adhikari on YouTube saying hi. 
So what's up? Uh, we're here to talk about Ms. Marvel episode five. Maria, I want to know, what have you, how have you been feeling about this show up to this point? Episodes one through four. I mean, I'm a huge fan. I've been really happy with it um, for like so many different reasons. I mm -hmm. think like for the MCU and the storytelling and world building, they're doing a great job. The power, like just the new superhero origin story is also really cool. Um, and obviously I love the representation and her family unit. I think they're doing a great job of blending all of the elements. And I love how they're like building on the story. Like every episode has its own story. There's this overarching story that it like keeps happening. And like each episode also has like a thing that has to do with like the culture and the religion that they make it like a forefront. It's really, it's been great. Like it's very amazing how they were able to blend everything in. Yeah. I think this is something that like Rid and I were talking, but like, do, do you feel like it's, um, a lot of Marvel Disney Plus shows have felt like just it's a movie, but split into six parts, but this doesn't feel like that? Yeah, not at all. Like, it feels like a, like a TV show, which is the way it should mm -hmm. be. Like, it's a TV show treated like a TV show type thing. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I feel like this is, every episode, it's like a complete episode in itself. Like, you could watch it as a standalone, whereas other shows, you would have to, like, watch um, a few episodes, like, back to back. Right. Right. Rid, have you been feeling that way too? Yeah, um, I agree. I think like, I know we had this in our last discussion too, but Miss Marvel does truly feel like a TV show. I actually saw someone else talk about this too. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you guys follow Watch With Mike on TikTok. Yeah. But yeah. I think yeah. he made a TikTok also discussing that it feels like a TV show or mm -hmm. I'm thinking of another creator. But no, it was up to him. I was thinking that opinion, So yeah. I have to, yeah, I agree with it. It actually feels because like you they have their own stories and it connects but it doesn't connect that much yeah so i agree it, it's something that like mike uh talks a lot about tv and mike seems you know loves tv and movies and stuff but i feel like and, and i feel like tv fans not just people who watch tv but tv fans love tv culture and part of tv culture is like the episodes and the arcs across the season and we see how things unfold and like you know, WandaVision seemed like a TV show, yeah, but Falcon and Winter Soldier was kind of like a movie, and Loki was maybe like a movie, kind of like a movie a little bit, and then, like, Moon Knight was kind of like a movie. Everything's just kind of like a movie, but split into six or eight parts, and this one, it's there's kind of a nice, fresh kind of pace to it that we haven't yeah. really dealt much with. For sure. Yeah. Have we, have we felt like we've had to defend this show or like how like how have you guys because we're all on tiktok like how uh uh how have we been feeling about like other people's responses to the show i mean yeah it constantly feels like you have to defend the show but um for different reasons i feel mm -hmm. it's complicated like um, like I made a video recently about how I'm really happy that Marvel made these choices with representation. And I talked to someone, they're like, well, I wish they did more of an origin story for superhero. And it's like, okay, that's something constructive. But then there's other comments that are like, it's just mid, it's bad writing. And it's like, what do we do with that? So yeah. it's been like wavering levels of, do I need to defend it? Or do I need, or do I just need to ignore that comment? But yeah. um, um, for the most part, it's been positive from people that like, I feel like, like you said, like TV show enjoyers or people that like the comics or want are actually paying attention. It's been positive. Yeah, I, I feel like anyone and this doesn't matter on like whatever you're talking about. Anyone who puts mid just as a comment on TikTok doesn't have any comprehension whatsoever. 
They can't formulate their thoughts. It's fine if you think it's mediocre, then say why. But when you say it's mid, first thing, it's not mediocre. I don't think it's mediocre. But if you did think that, then you'd be able to like form words and sentences to explain your point. But if they're just saying mid, they're just, they're brush, brushing through it and just like putting it down and moving on. Um, and I think they lack comprehension. But uh, I've been liking it. You know, uh, we got Nub the Poet out there. Um, at first, <laughs> I, I, Nub's username on YouTube is Nub, Nub, Nub. It's like three nubs put together. <laughs> and, then I, and he's like, hi. And I'm like, which nub is, is that out there? Because it could have been another nub. And he's like, the poet. Uh -huh. So yeah. yes, what's up to nub out there? Um, um, it's cool that like, we're all like, we watched it at midnight Pacific time and we're able to like come on here and, and talk about it. Um, this one was a, a pretty impactful episode. La yeah. Last time mm -hmm. uh, Rid and I were talking about, is it a vision or did she go back in time? Yeah, and I found out. What <laughs> one of us was one way, and I I don't I I'm I didn't have to be right. In fact, I kind of like Rid's idea that it was a vision, and then I was like, maybe it's going back in time, like Harry Potter three, where it's a circle. Mm -hmm. Like time travel to mm -hmm. me works best when it's a circle. Like it, mm -hmm. you did you are you already had go back had gone back in time, right? Mm -hmm. And that's okay. that's like Harry Potter Prisoner of Azkaban when they do that. Um, right. which is kind of what we see in this episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so for me, um, is it okay if I go first, Maria? Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. I okay, want to hear cool. your vision theory, actually. All right, cool. Well, I mean, for me, I just thought it would be like an in interactive, <laughs> I just thought it would be like an interactive vision where she like sees Aisha saving Sana. Um, like that's, that's when the bangle broke. For me, I wasn't a biggest fan of the time travel only yeah. because like, I have a trouble understanding time travel and how it works. And it was not explained in this episode, like how they're doing it. They just showed it. And that was so off-putting for me because I was like, what's going on? Like time travel is complex. It needs an explanation. Like there's consequences for time travel. Like Endgame, yeah, maybe time travel wasn't the best, but like they attempted to give an explanation. There was nothing here. Yeah. So I was just confused yeah. and like off-putted by it even though the moment itself was really wholesome mm -hmm. and what Kamala did and like her interaction with Sana, uh, Sana, it's just like, it was just like, I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. And that's what, that's the only reason I didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, uh, oh wait, she can get some privacy there. Um, yeah, I mean, when it comes to time travel, I don't know, I, I know you're saying like, you have a hard time like kind of grasping it. Think about it this way, like, What's like a, a dumb fear that you have? Spiders, snakes, whatever. Yeah. Like, do, do you have like a fear, like a fear of water, fear of drowning? Yeah, I say spiders. Spiders. Okay. Let's just say like, okay, Rid has always had a fear of spiders. Why? It's because when she was five, she fell into a nest of spiders. You fell into a nest of spiders and like you, you had a panic attack and like somebody grabbed you and pulled you out, but it, you never found out who grabbed you and pulled you out, right? Right. And then like you're going through your life afraid of spiders and whatever. And then suddenly you're sent back in time and you see a young girl fall into a nest of spiders and you save her and you turns out it's you. So you had always had gone back in time to save yourself. But like, doesn't that like, 
like how does she time travel i guess is the question well, that's it's a better question like, yeah that's that's the question okay. that, so that like that's yeah. what that's that's what i was trying to get at it's uh, okay. like it's not like the time travel happened it's more like how is the bangle able to time travel yeah that's like the explanation i was looking for because it kind of just like came out of nowhere and i was like okay so the bangle can create constructs great it can ambiguous great yeah. now it can time travel that's how? the weird part what? yeah i'm i'm with you there uh Sorry, did I, did I, I wasn't, I wasn't condescending here. Let's see. There we go. Oh, no, I wasn't no, condescending. Not, not with, all, okay. All. It, you helped me clarify what I was trying to ask. Okay, so. cool, cool. I'm cool. great. I'm, I wasn't sure if that was the problem because uh, sometimes. Uh, Mario, are you good? Yeah. Um, okay. My mom's here. Yeah. But yeah, no, I was just going to go off with your comment about the time travel because the MCU made a really big point to say that like time travel had to be a certain way. So like I was also really confused. And then that, they broke their rules like, in Loki. Mm-hmm, exactly, and like I love time travel, but like yeah, you the way they set it up, it's just like you expect it to be. I don't know, like they just made it so it had to be this one rigid way. So like I was yeah. definitely very like, how is this possible? Yeah. Um. When it comes to time travel, because I'm also a big fan of time travel. Um. In the MCU, they the first things first. Endgame is the first time we see time travel, essentially, right? And with Endgame, they explain the rules, and then your, uh, you know, Steve goes back in time. And so people have disagreed on that. The writers and the directors disagree on what happens with Steve. And I was talking to someone recently about this, but basically Spidey Jams out there on on Twitch agrees, it, it has the same thought as me. Uh, Spidey Jams says, that time travel logic fits with the Steve Endgame thing with old Steve being in the MCU the whole, he's in the timeline the whole time. Uh, Because basically like he doesn't go off, create a branched reality and then hop timelines to the one we know. Um, Because that'd be weird. And we've never seen that before and doesn't make any sense. Steve, old Steve was always in the past to begin with. It still doesn't make sense, but okay. Okay, so basically, wait, the reason I'm saying Steve, if this is something I will go to my grave with, old Steve has always been in the MCU timeline in the past because when we see old Peggy, we never see pictures of her husband. We never see pictures of her kid. We never, like, we never see her. She never sees Steve at a point in which it's past the point that Steve has gone back in time. She always, she has dementia when she's older. But like when Steve looks at her through the blinds in that one scene, she doesn't notice him. So she can't be like, you're my husband. That kid just came back in time. So we never have anything that contradicts it. And because we don't have anything that contradicts it, it allows the opening that Steve has always been her husband from the beginning. Sure. Okay. (laughs) So when we're dealing with Miss Marvel, I guess it was, you know, Kamala uh, uh, was always the one who showed uh, 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 Sana where to go. That being said, Sana has powers, right? She created the the stars at the end, right? Yeah. And that got me thinking, did she only get the powers when her mother died? Is that, because it seems so, that, that, that if- Najma gave Kamran powers when she died. So if they are from a different dimension and that's like the clandestine dimension, yeah. they have the newer power. Yeah. And if like, you know, wouldn't their kids and their genetics pass along to Sana and then like- But it's magic. Activated. Yeah, so it just had to be- act. So 
it's so probably it, like the genetic DNA would be there, maybe. I'm guessing. Maybe. Yeah. I don't it's know. It's confusing because it's like it's. It seems very like. I don't know if they're trying to add the inhumans like genetic, unlocking something in them. Yeah. Power with it. Oh, they are. Um, yeah, but like they're not going fully down mm-hmm. that route. Yeah. So it's. They're trying to do a lot with it. They're trying um, to do a lot, all to yeah. get away from the inhuman thing, but also yeah, leave. Yeah. It, they're trying to get away from the inhuman thing, but also leave it open so they could do the inhuman thing if they wanted yeah. to, which is and then weird. yeah, the time travel. <laughs> yeah, I don't I get mean, how the time travel works. Yeah, which I'm okay with because I think it's kind of cute that like oh she called her family members, they come back and they like summon each other. It's just confusing with everything else going on because there's magic, there's in genetics, there's time travel. It's different than what we agree do we just to. chalk it up that it's magic is that just how we, we have to deal with it it's just magic like there's no rules to magic it's, it's just it's very cosmic it have, gives the cosmic vibes of like the mcu um power set i guess like it reminded me kind of like shang chi's origin and like the way the power like whenever they had that ripple of i guess whenever they opened up the um, newer dimension mm-hmm. it reminded me of like the dimension hopping that like happened in shang chi mm-hmm. oh yeah like, you know, so I just, I thought like, okay, it has like those similar cosmic vibes to it. Yeah. Um, so. Nov is out there saying, well, we're unsure of what Nor can do. It could possibly have limitless capabilities. Yeah, it's just possible that it's just, it's just a dimension full of magic. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, But like, yeah, we don't know the limits, but it is weird that we haven't seen it demonstrate time travel up until this point, until it's needed, and then she just goes back. And maybe the like, maybe the time travel is just with the bracelet. But I also like the bracelets from this time. I don't know. There's just there needs she to be called more the bracelet to her, thinking that Sana was wearing the bracelet, right? Mm-hmm. But it wasn't. It was Kamala. But how does that work? Yeah. Um. Well- no, she had the bracelet in her hand, and then she said the like whoever, whatever is seeking, yeah, seeking, and that and then, grabbed Kamala, yeah. right? Yeah. But how? Why would that go to that specific time and not like twenty years down the line? And why did she like skip Muniba? <laughs> like you would think, like they would probably get her involved. Like I don't Muniba know. Muniba never wore the bracelet. Oh. As far as I know, that's kind. Of, is that? I mean, yeah. Okay. Like, like I think it's. I think it kind of goes like back to the inhuman part of it where Muniba never like how you know how we talk about like how Sana has powers because like it got triggered after Aisha died that's what I think Um, and then like Kamala it got triggered when she put the bracelet on I just don't think I think like Muniba has it I just don't think it was ever a chance of it being unlocked that's kind of like the turning red situation with her mother Mm. like she just like I still haven't finished turning red I'm sorry oh my bad no it's all right I don't know like I, I I've gathered what what happens Mm-hmm. Um, I have seen everything all everywhere all at once. So if we want to talk about mother-daughter relationships in, <laughs> in Eastern cultures, I can talk about yeah. that. Yeah, that's a great example. <laughs> uh, I also realized like it, from being from a different dimension doesn't necessarily mean timeline. So maybe they t- time travel. I don't know. There's a lot of confusion. Yeah. That. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it, it's funny because the first half of this movie is a very serious historical drama. Mm-hmm. And then we have to deal with, oh yeah, Kamala time traveled. I don't know how this makes sense, but okay. Um, did you guys like the beginning? Yes. Yeah. 
first 20 minutes are probably like the strongest part of the episode probably yeah. a scene that i was kind of a disbelief watching especially like the mm-hmm. very like five minutes because i yeah. was like because for me it was like this is like the history my parents grew up reading and learning about in india like it's part it's embedded in their schools and the fact that they put that in the mcu i was like wait this is this is not like this it doesn't feel like a marvel project it didn't feel like, like marvel thing huh Mm-mm. yeah not at all it felt like like my mom watches a bunch of different shows from different countries but like the sri lankan ones that she watches are like based in the pasts mm-hmm. and like you know she'll she'll watch those and then like it just kind of seemed like that i was like yeah. It wasn't Marvel. It was, you know, uh, uh, an actual historical drama. Um, by the way, how damn attractive were those two? Like, yeah, they're really attractive. There's, there's like, so they're really famous Pakistani actors. Both I of them? Thinking. Both of them, yeah. Oh. Um, so Fawad Khan, he's also a Bollywood actor now, too. So he started okay. in Pakistani dramas um, and he, you know, went over to Bollywood. And then um, Mavish Hayat, who is Sana is also a very famous Pakistani actress. Uh, the so, the grand, uh, grand yes. uh, older Sana, right? Younger Sana? The, the, like, the baby? No, no, oh, sorry, not Sana, sorry, Aisha. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but the older Sana is also a famous actress, Pakistani yeah. actress. Right. Um, but Mevish is like up and coming, Aisha. And oh. yeah, that's the beginning for me definitely felt like a Pakistani drama and Bollywood movie. That's why I just like watch it twice because I'm just like, is this a Marvel? Like it very, did. Yeah. Yeah. It did seem like that. Um, mm-hmm. Also, do we, we never see him kiss? You don't kiss in Bollywood. I know. Bollywood. I know. But like, so that's what also stood out to me. Suddenly she's pregnant. And it's like, so now kids are going to watch this and think you can get pregnant, not even by kissing. Like, welcome to our world. <laughs> just even, you, you even get close to somebody. Yeah. It's like in Bollywood, they say like you don't like kiss. And I remember there's this one yeah. like really famous movie called um, Hamdil Bejigasana with Ashraya Rai. And she thought that like kissing caused pregnancy. And I remember like her, her grandmother telling like, oh my God, I, like when I kissed her, Nana, and then she's like, and then you got pregnant. And she's like, no, that's not how it happened. So like, yeah, this is how we grew up. Yeah. 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 That's funny. Um, uh, Spidey Jams says, first thing, props to little girl playing Sana. Um, also, Spidey Jam says needs the MCU to never touch time travel again. Yeah, because Loki yeah. made no sense, and I've I've talked about this too many times. Sense. Yeah, uh, time travel in Loki does not make sense. It breaks all the rules. Um, I think it messed up with the whole sacred timeline thing. Like they confuse that a lot. Yeah, because you can't have a sacred timeline and then also splinter timelines. Because they mm-hmm. said one like in Loki, they were like if he missed his like is his work and like that then created a fractured timeline like then what caused that though like that's not how time travel works mm-hmm. anyway there's not here nor there uh spidey jam says samina ahmed is the name of nani uh uh she's in so many pakistani dramas mm-hmm. my mom loves um Khan. she watched like zindagi gozare yeah. it was the pakistani show oh yeah that's a i good watched one. it from a recommendation yeah. from my mom i left a lot of after that and then i was also telling her that mehish is that how you pronounce her name mehish yeah mehish yeah. uh mehish i was like oh yeah like she's also in the show and she was like oh yeah i've seen her in all my pakistani serials because my mom like that's who plays najma that's no, uh, not najma aisha, 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 aisha yeah aisha mm-hmm. yeah so it's like it's cool to see you know like 
like I personally haven't watched like any of maybe it's just projects but I've left a lot of con so it was I was like no this is not real like yeah. there's no way Fawad Khan's actually the MCU yeah when I heard like I think in, during Eternals time is when I heard that Fawad Khan was gonna be Miss Marvels and I was like there's no way yes exactly how I feel uh what's his name Fawad Khan Fawad Khan that's the great grandpa of yeah. Kamala okay uh yeah he was a handsome guy not as handsome as the one guy in the previous episode uh yeah 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 Fronok was cute too yeah uh well because i i said a hot take last time with rid i said that a lot of bollywood actors are not good looking guys that are pretending to be good looking guys that's my opinion but but they those two no they passed the test there's been like a reawakening they've gotten a lot better looking okay that's good that's good yeah um um I, I'm, I'm sorry for anyone out there who would get mad at me for that. I'm sorry. Um, but uh, I'm trying to look up everybody who's like in this and everything. Um, but that's super cool that like there, there's a lot of foreign actors involved in this show. Do you feel, and this is a question for both of you. Do you feel like the use of foreign actors in the show is a, is a show of kind of reverence to the foreign industries of like uh, 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 Pakistani movies or Indian movies or whatnot, or is that they just can't find the actors here? Or I don't know. I think okay. it's a combination. Sorry, do you want to go first? Oh, I was going to say that like, I also think that like there's so many talented people in Bollywood and Pakistan and like Bollywood and even like um, South Indian movies that like it's about time they kind of like went into Hollywood and were recognized um, as well as like Though this is the first time the MCU is like dealing with these storylines, this is something that like Bollywood and Pakistani dramas do all the time. Like mm-hmm. the, the movie that we saw in the beginning, basically of this episode, is like the most favorite Bollywood plot line. So it's like it comes with expertise and also like appreciating, I think, talent at the mm-hmm. same time. Then, Red, were you gonna say something? Yeah, uh, I think it's a combination of both. Like. Indian cinema is something, well, not, I, I can speak more on Indian cinema, which is, first of all, in itself is so broad, it often gets, like, slept under in terms of, like, international acclaim, um, but you see, like, movies like RRR now that are finally getting its recognition, and deservedly so, so I think it's really important that they're bringing in these actors, and, like, you know, we as fans who, like, because I grew up watching more Bollywood films than I ever did Hollywood films since that's what oh. my parents grew up on. Yeah. Um, so I can like talk a lot about more Bollywood movies and I think it's like important they're bringing these actors and like we can talk about them and like introduce people to a new kind of cinema, a new uh, set of cinema, which is yeah. like Indian cinema or Pakistani cinema. Um, and then I also do think it's like a lack because I don't think a lot of like, I think all most people who like immigrate from, like our parents immigrate from Pakistan pakistan india come here they don't they're not actors or actresses at that so age that age to. group right yeah it's like that age group like they they like other people in their back home in the homeland are mm-hmm. actors and actresses in like their parents age group yeah. but they aren't and they're not going to immigrate here to come do that like yeah. that that wasn't like at the top of their goal so i think it's like also just specifically in like our parents age group and above it's just like you're not going to find actors their age and I also think that in the U.S. I think like the South Asian actors, writers, directors that do exist here 
can give better stories of like what happens here. Like um, Riz Ahmed, uh, Mindy Kaling, Rami Youssef, um, Aziz Ansari, they have had, all have really successful shows and they do do a really good job of explaining like, the immigrant experience of like growing up here. But I think another reason why I realized like, oh, they're gonna do like a very deep storyline when it comes to our culture whenever I saw like they got Farhan Akhtar and Fawal Khan, I yeah. realized that, okay, they're going to go back and get our roots because like they want to tie in not only like what it's like to grow up in America as like an immigrant from South Asia, but also like what it's like to be back home too and like our history. So I think it's another um, reason why they got international actors is because they wanted to get that international story in there as well. Yeah. Uh, That's a great reason. Turns out the actor of uh, uh, Kamala's dad is also a Bollywood uh, actor. Yeah. Mohan yeah. Kapoor plays yeah. Yusuf Khan, um, yeah. voice artist. He w- did I see something that he was like a voice art? Uh, he did voice over for other Marvel movies, but like for the maybe for the Hindi version of it. Oh, maybe I don't know about that because he does dubbing. Yeah, he. Oh. He he did the, cool. he did X Men First Class in Hindi. He <laughs> did he was the voice of the Hindi Red Skull in oh, wow. Captain America cool. in the Captain America when he he's dubbing it. He is he has done so many. He does the Hindi rock like Dwayne Johnson. He does his voice in all the Fast and the Furious movies. That's amazing. I didn't even know that was like a occupation. I'm looking this up right now, and it's crazy. It's like. He did Bane in Dark Knight uh, Rises, what? the Hindi version. Like, like he did. Uh, uh, oh, this is it, this is so weird. Yay! So he's had. A he did Doctor Strange like in the first oh. Doctor Strange, and <laughs> wow, I've never oh, seen yeah. the Hindi version. I want to watch them. All the all the Doctor Strange. Well, it's not like I mean, it's not like a re-filming, right? But it's like a right. dubbing. Yeah. But still, it's yeah. like his voice on anything Doctor Strange in Hindi is him. Oh dang! I just want to hear the dialogue in Hindi. That would be really cool. You yeah. should watch it. I've seen like yeah. some of the Infinity War scenes um, on YouTube. I've seen like clips of them dubbed in Hindi. It's so funny. Like yeah. I'm never... like, it sounds better in Hindi than it does in English. Especially the insults. They sound better in Hindi. Oh, oh yeah. I love good. Uh, yeah, the insults are always funner. Uh, Nub says, uh, I time for a watch party of one of those movies in Hindi. For sure. Yes. Uh, um, Lewis Berry also- says, Lizzie deserves an Oscar nomination. Who's Lizzie? Lizzie I don't Bolson? know. I don't, I don't know. I don't uh, That's usually who Lizzie yeah. is referred to. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what Lewis Berry's talking about, but um what were you guys in i was gonna say the um mc is really good at like casting um bollywood because in internals uh who uh yeah no well um assistant oh yeah he's also yeah he's also like a bollywood actor who also does like wait who um uh what's his name i'm totally blanking red you know better In, Uh, in what movie and it's uh, Arnold Eternals. Kumail, Kingo's assistant. Oh, yeah, Kingo's assistant. Yeah, he's a really famous Bollywood actor. He's actually in one of my favorite Bollywood movies of all time. He's one of my favorite parts about Eternals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, he, isn't his name like Karun? What is it Karun. with all these yeah, boys' Karun. names starting with K? Yeah. Kingo, Karun, oh, is Karun? Yeah, Harun, yeah, yeah. Karun, um, Kamala, yeah, you're right. Kamala, Kamala. Yeah. 
No, but it's like all the brown boys' names are starting with K. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need that many. Um, are all those names real names? Yes. It's not yeah, like think- not like when J.K. Rowling creates names that are not real people's names, like no, Cho Chang. Yeah. Well, Kamala's name is actually kind of interesting. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of the one that's like made, but like for a reason. But Kareem's a real name. Kamala's a real name. Okay. It's not as popular, but yeah, they're three real names. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. My mom said that Kamala's not a not a Muslim name. It is a Muslim name. It is a Muslim, but it's not a Pakistani it definitely- name. No, it is. So, okay, I actually... What, what's the Kamala story? With, with okay. So, there, so um, ka- there's Kamala, which is of uh, Hindu and um, Hindi origin. Okay. And that means flower, and it comes from, I think, the goddess Lakshmi. And then there's a surname yeah. in Arabic that's a Muslim name that's Kamal. So, you have, like, the first name, which is Kamala, and then the surname Kamal. And then in Urdu, there mm. is a word called Kamal, which means perfect. All three of these things are completely unrelated to each other. Oh. And so whenever in the comic book series, I believe that whenever Kamala was born, I believe our parents thought that she was the last one. So they wanted to name her perfect. So they took the word Kamal and added feminized it because it is an Arabic name, but it also exists as a oh. uh, first name already in the culture. But so not in, it, in in Pakistan too? Yeah. As a well, first name? Kamal does exist as a okay. surname, right? So yeah. like they just the surname and just add an A. Oh. So like it's still a Muslim name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so. But, um, the word Kamal exists for you. Okay. We're gonna continue. Sorry. Was no, that? I was just saying it's in every language somehow. I don't know how. Yeah. But it no, does. It's, it's just like a crazy thing. Yeah. No, it's funny you bring that up because I remember like before Miss Marvel dropped. I was pronouncing Kamala's name as Kamala because like mm-hmm. that's what I grew up hearing like mm-hmm. speaking Hindi and from India and then like I remember I texted names and I was like hey so I hear you pronounce your name differently but I say Kamala but I don't think that's wrong either and he was like yeah so you're not wrong but like that's like the Sanskrit Hindi way of saying it so like that's why I say it that way but like in Arabic in you know in Urdu it's different it's Kamala no? yeah that yeah. makes a lot of sense I think Daniel, Daniel I, I thought what I was saying like was so, it wrong? Yeah. yeah. Danielle Silverstein asked me, and she's just like, everyone's saying it differently. Can you tell me? So like in the process of trying to explain it to her, I was like, okay, let me go Google it and furnish it. So like I literally did research to figure it all out. I made like a video about it um, because I was just like, wait, it doesn't make sense that like a feminized version of this surname would exist. How did this actually start? Because like it's very easy to assume, oh, like we pronounce Kamal, that's the Muslim way to do it. But I was just like, well, that doesn't make sense. Like, why would you have that? So like, I had to like reason it out. So yeah, that is uh, why I was got really excited to talk about it because it's a journey. <laughs> I know Neebs, Neebs did a video, but basic, but like my understanding, at least even to this point, maybe I'm also wrong. I mean, like there's like Amir and Amir, mm-hmm. right? And so like, that's yeah anyway that's 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 my like understanding there's like her name is important because it changes the meaning if you say mm. it differently so like okay. amir amir i think like may have very similar meanings mm. but like like maria and maria have very similar meanings but like kamala and kamala actually have completely different meanings okay interesting so that's why her pronunciation is important all right um with did we okay it was this was just kind of a funny episode. Not funny, funny, but like it's funny that like it stopped, like it changes halfway, right? Like the first half 
is clearly this historical drama. And then the last half, we get uh, uh, Kamala. Also, by the way, what 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 uh, uh, confuses people also is people were saying Kamala for Kamala Harris, but it's not Kamala Harris. It's Kamala Harris. So then people mm-hmm. switched over to that and then came back to Kamala Khan. And now they're confused on Kamala Khan. But it was the original way they were saying Kamala. Anyway, um, we, we, we get this, the, the whole train thing. And the way they filmed it was like really good. Like it is packed and it is anxious. There's like a anxiety in the way they film it. Uh, Maria, did you have thoughts? Yeah, I want to know how like Najma like is able to like fight because my thought process was like, okay, there's partition. All these families are being like separated from each other. It's chaos. And somehow Najma finds Aisha and stabs her (laughs) in between all of this. They can can sense each other. I think they can sense each other, right? Oh, maybe that makes sense. But like like, at the beginning of the show, um, didn't Kareem say that, or not beginning of the show, but episode five, Kareem was like, Oh, I can sense the noir inside you. Yeah, that's true. So, like, I think you're oh, aware yeah. of it, you know it. So, yeah, I think that's how. I'm glad so they put that in because that's a really great explanation. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So, like, then Aisha like dies. Then, so like all of the like her whole reputation of how she like abandoned them, everything. She just poor thing actually dies. Then and no one knows. I thought she was gonna get. I was hoping she would get brought to present time. Yeah, I feel so bad because she has like this horrible reputation. Everyone says all these things. I'm just like, poor girl just wanted to be with her family and they got yeah. stabbed in the middle of partition. No one knows. Isn't that a lesson though to the Illuminantes that like, stop talking about things you don't know, you know? And it's actually a call to us. So there's a surah called Surah Nur that's actually about gossiping and like mm. the dangers of it. So mm. it's very interesting. That's on me. I found that from like Slob nerds. Uh, one of the guests at it. So oh, yeah. I thought it was really cool that yeah. they all tied in. Um uh we we see that uh Kamala oh <laughs> Spidey Jams has been uh oh, okay Spidey Jams says I think Muniba Auntie is in Seoul. Oh like the like a voice okay. in Seoul? Yeah she's also in um oh yeah I think she's well she's in the big in... sick. Yeah yeah uh she's in the yeah she's in the big sick i don't know where i've seen najma before but i thought i saw her before but because she has a very distinct face but Mm -hmm. maybe i saw her in real life i don't know or maybe she just looks like somebody i've seen you know it's very possible um nub says the aunties will never change that though so yeah yeah but that's like i wish i don't know um, there's like a toxicity in that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Kamala gets there just in time to just see her die, and it's just sad. And mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, that's that ends. No happy ending. I thought she was gonna save her or move her or do something. Mm-hmm. Her interaction with her grandmother was really cute, though. Like playing oh, yeah. the game, the stars. I thought that was really sweet. Yeah. Like it's just. You know, like comforting her own nanny and like yeah. chaos. I don't know um, what I would do if I like had to save my my own like grandma when she was a baby. Like, I feel like it's like what you brought up with Harry Potter. Whenever he realized that he had to save himself, I think like Kamala would definitely realize like, oh my god, I'm the one that has to save my own grandmother. Yeah. So trippy <laughs> for yeah. like her to realize. Yeah. 
I agree. Um, then, then what ends up happening is after she saves her, and it goes by pretty quickly. They don't hang on to it too long, right? Mm. There's just like five minutes there. She's like, like honestly, she probably spent five minutes in the past, right? Yeah, like, it was very probably, short. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to know more for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want an explanation for how I can time travel. Yeah. And also I'm see so confused. And I also want to see like Falad kind of grieving the fact that like I should just pass away and like But he doesn't like, know. We, but there's emotions there still, like like you know, losing his wife, all of it just losing it just his wife, yeah. Invested in, invested in the storyline and like this like little couple and family, and then boom, yeah. <laughs> we had to drop them. So yeah. I just it's sad because in his mind. He has to think that like Aisha went to the woman that she had met earlier. Like she just mm-hmm. left with her. And that was it, right? I wonder if he knew that there, she was in danger or something. I don't know. That? I wonder if he knew that she was in danger or something. Because he seemed like he could tell that like something was up. Or also maybe he assumed that like she got unalive because of partition stuff too. Mm-hmm. Is that possible as well? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it is possible. I mean, riots and, and whatever were, were breaking out, right? Like, and that's the last train to where they're going to go, right? Mm-hmm. You know, people get lost, so. People yeah. get lost, you know. Were there people on top of the train? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's normal, but like, mm-hmm. um, um, Nub says it's the tragedy. That's the tragedy, the tragedy of the whole thing. Um Nah, uh, let's see. It makes sense that the events during the partition wouldn't be too cheerful. Yes, there's not going to be. But I, I mean, I at least, I don't know. I felt like it was so open-ended for Aisha to, like, what could have happened to her. I didn't expect her just to get knifed and die next to a train. Um, it was just kind of sad. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm just more surprised that, like, it was Najma that did it, I think. I think i just it was wasn't expecting always gonna be her yeah i just i figured it because i for me like the partition is like a real life story it's something yeah. that like you know my grandparents my parents told me so it's like there's already so much chaos and problems happening and like room for error and like that's when a marvel plot story is gonna happen like in the middle like oh the bad guy's gonna be like yeah right now is when i'm going to do like the bad thing like right. really pick a better time <laughs> but that's it works in their favor too doesn't that happen in real life in in times of like like a disaster like people like hide their crimes right yeah i'm surprised she just wasn't like aware of like what else was going on around her like it was just a very tragic time and she's just like on a mission it's very we're talking about Najma. cold yeah like for her to be also her to find aisha was very impressive yeah yeah storm well, she At also Tyra? knew that there might have been one place for them to leave, too. There's also that, you know. Uh, Nuv says, and this is what we'll bring up, once uh, once uh, Kamala comes back, everybody's been knocked out by some energy wave, I'm assuming, right? When when the spear hit the thing, yeah. and then blah, blah, blah. And then, like, that gate, the veil opens up, and first, one of the other clandestine uh, ladies touches it and then turns to dust and skeleton. And I'm like, yeah, oof. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna wait on this. What's gonna happen? Um, and then, and then 
I don't know. It, it, it was so weird. Uh, was there any thoughts about that scene? So are they saying that like the time travel opened up the gate? I think so. I, I, where I, are the I, two bracelets? I, I don't know. know if it was more like the time travel or if it was more like opening up the bangle itself. Okay. Like the bangle getting stabbed, like releasing all that energy probably okay. opened up the gate. I think like this is why like we need the explanation for the time travel because it's like like can did she only time travel because all that energy got released or or like the bracelet with the power and the time travel like I need to know all how they all like kind of go together yeah exactly like we're missing that disconnect which like brings me up to another point about like my problem with Miss Marvel but we don't have to get into well then like then Muniba or sorry then like sacrifices herself and then to give the power to Ramran, which I was like, how does that even work? He doesn't even have the bracelet. <laughs> and now, so like, that's another like part that like, well, I think, with. yeah. I think it goes back to what um, Dimitri was saying though. It's like when Aisha said what, she says her line, right? Like mm-hmm. what you're seeking is, I'm, I'm like, seeking you. Yeah. Yeah, it's seeking yeah. you. Yeah. And then her like eyes turned purple, but like Sana didn't necessarily have the bracelet on so she could do like the magic crystal. So I think it's like the same thing. Like Dimitri brought this up earlier. So like when, um when when Najma stepped into the veil and she gets that power activated she can like transport it to someone and she gives it to Kamran who gets his comic accurate powers which I thought was cool yeah that was cool um I just I'm excited for the Kamran arc I just like want to know how it happens yeah Yeah. I don't understand how it happens either uh because how many bracelets do we have we just have Kamala's bracelet where's the other bracelet I bet they find it at the end of the next, next episode. Because I thought you needed yeah. two bracelets yeah. to open up the veil, but... I guess not. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But then, what is the point of Najma sacrificing herself to transfer the powers to Kamran? Who will do what? Is he better equipped to open the veil? And, like, she literally, like, it, especially with the line when um, Kamala says, but you were going to leave Kamran, and she's like, he made his choice, and then, then she chose to, like, sacrifice herself because like before her I think her intention of like okay I need to get back home something just flipped so quickly for Gamran whenever she literally just abandoned him so like I was having trouble with that like he didn't turn bad though at least what I saw do you do you think Gamran turned bad I think he's supposed to be a villain he's in the comics but like we don't know because I thought he was gonna like beat up Bruno but he didn't he was just being like I need to lie low for a little bit till my mom comes back Maybe he'll like revenge her, but like I just I'm really confused as to like how they killed Najma off after like all yeah. Of uh, Nub says I thought making her so villainous and then she's gone was an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. It is interesting choice. It reminds me of I don't know if you ever did you guys ever watch Luke Cage the the Marvel Netflix show? Mm-mm. Like they build up Mahershala Ali as like the big villain, and then about two thirds of the way in they kill him into season one, and it's like what he's like the best biggest and best villain and then they like it's another villain but it's like why did they you kill him so close to the end it, it reminds me of like so good i was gonna say i guess the question to ask is if he actually did i can't understand sorry sorry i guess the question to ask is is she actually dead because i saw some people saying that like what was happening to the clandestine is similar to like the Terrigen transformation when their entire body was like covered up in crystals. Oh. So like maybe oh, they're yeah, not actually dead. Point. Maybe they just got transported back to their home. And they left their skeleton well, because, behind. Actually, that makes sense because like in the first episode, whenever like Amala does like that flip thing and like after she goes on the bracelet, um, 
the like figures in the back are just kind of like those glowy shadowy things kind of like what they turned into so maybe that's the form that they take in another dimension exactly so like maybe that's why they leave their like skeletal remains behind because in Mm -hmm. the actual dimension they're silhouettes but then when they cross over into the human dimension they take a human form yeah you would take the form of the dimension you're in (laughs) (laughs) no it makes sense though we, we are trying to figure it out but like like Spidey Jam says, like Spidey Jam says, I feel like some answers we think that will get answered next episode will actually be answered in the Marvels. It could be that they're gonna wait. I think I, so. I hope not. I, I need yeah. them to answer in episode six because I, I can't like wait it, for the Marvels. I think they might not answer it. I think they might not answer it. I think they're just gonna be like magic and then like kind of move forward because um Yeah. Nub says kind of let more nor is just light. So like well, but a skeleton plus light equals person. So you minus skeleton from person equals light. Like it's what yeah. I mean, what if they're more like meanings. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. What if they're more like souls? Yeah, because Nord does also mean soul. It okay. means like like the light with it. can mean light, but it can also mean like um like your the soul that like it kind of ha- the light within your soul essentially. Yeah. So oh here's another theory. What if they're souls and then when they cross over to the human dimension, they possess another body? so like that's why the skeletal remains die because like the person they possessed is dead it's possible fair i like that i like i like that they they turn into souls yeah Yeah. but okay so like soul so so answer this i think aisha dying gives the power to sana who wore the bracelet najma dying gives the power to kamran who did not wear the bracelet Mm-hmm. And then Kamala wears the brace, it gets the power, but nobody died. I think I think there's also like a level of like the family has to transfer it because Aisha calls Kamala back and maybe that's why they were trying to like, it's very, the whole Najma mm-hmm. like saying Kamran's name reminded me of Aisha saying like bringing Kamala to her. So maybe that was a parallel. I don't know if that's actually what's happening, but I feel like they're trying to tie that in as well. Um, I think it like runs in the family essentially because like if you have another dimensional person come in and they're your mother you're going to have a DNA mm-hmm. and I don't know where the bracelet comes in with it though <laughs> yeah. and I don't know um, because I don't think the bracelet is necessary to unlock the power but it's like a tool to harness it maybe I mean oh, it yeah. seems like, like it unlocks Thor's it. hammer yeah exactly and seems like, like it. it's funny because Najma even said that like Garman will figure out a way to unlock it so maybe they know other ways to unlock it and the bracelets are just to unlock the dimension. I don't know. But like I think you I, just need like some extent of the dimension to unlock it. And the bracelet's like one method because it has like some of the things stored to them. Or if it's like the dimensions opening up, like that's another way to unlock the power. I guess the question that's begging is where do the bracelet come from then? Like where did the bangle come from? That. Because and like feel- we don't know, like we, we know Aisha found it, but we don't know like how it got there. Oh, because it, it, like remember it might, was on a blue arm. Remember that. And it that. could be associated with like the ten rings and like that whole like. I think it's creepy. You know, it could be a creep person with a ten, like with the same, I guess, metal as the ten rings, or like the right. original. I feel like we're just mixing everything up because there's the ten yeah. rings. There's a Cree with a bracelet on yeah. one uh, arm of the Cree. It's a Hydra patch, and then on his head is an Iron Man helmet. Um. And then he's also holding an Asgardian toothbrush. Why did they just make her inhuman? It would have been so yeah, much it easier. Been. It would have been so much easier. It really just, would have been. Yeah. 
Um, I do like the idea that the that their souls essentially take over human bodies in order to be in this dimension. Um, Spidey Jams. By the way, Spidey Jams, I don't know where you're from or whether you're for like on TikTok or whatnot, but what's up? Um, you should definitely uh follow uh Rid and Maria. Um Spidey oh, yeah. Jams says I, I mean, Yeah, I follow, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's sp- it's Ollie. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's unusual. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh Spidey Jams says that would answer why these clandestines have Pakistani names. Um, if they took over that body. Mm-hmm. That's true. Right? That's true. That also brings another level of like, did they kill the body when they took it over? Then it's the butterflies from Peacemaker. So I feel like okay, we I just watched Multiverse Madness too, but you don't remember how they like became paint at one point? Yeah. So if like we could imagine like, you know, Doctor Strange and America Chavez become paint. We could imagine like these like light beings becoming like, you know, flesh and blood too, right? So yeah, possible. it wasn't paint necessarily, right? It was more like it looks like paint, but it's a two-dimensional universe, right? They were pretty much paint though. But they look like paint, right? Yeah. They're paint though. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, Nub <laughs> says maybe Fastos made the bangle. Oh yeah, I had yeah, that theory possible. too. Really? Like I've never. Yeah, heard yeah this I theory. think it's eternal connection for sure. No, because like, okay. Yeah. I think like, like all of it is. Yeah. <laughs> there was like this connection or not connection. There's this theory going around on TikTok after Shang Chi came out. There's ten rings. There's ten Eternals. The Eternals are not the Eternals. The rings emit golden colored cosmic powers. The Eternals emit golden colored cosmic powers. The rings give you immortality. The Eternals. There's just like a lot of stuff lines up. We don't know the origin of the rings. They may not be from Fastos. They could come from another race. Because you also have to remember there are multiple Eternals throughout the universe. There's not just the 10 Eternals we know. Another right. Eternal could have made them. It could have gotten transported by another species and it came to Earth. That could be the origin story. But I also do think that, and like I had this theory. So you know how they were at the beginning of episode three, they were like, oh yeah, like this guy told us that the bangle is at the temple. We don't know who this guy is. Yeah, My true. guess is what if this guy is an Eternal? What That's if it's true. What if it's Kingo? Yeah. And I also think like, because I definitely have this theory too, is that like Shang-Chi was about like the... The Ten Rings came from the father. He passed it down to his son. And at the end, Wong was just like, we don't know where this is from. This is nothing that yeah. we've ever, like, whenever you activated the Ten Rings, it, like, came, like, we knew about it, but we don't know what the origin is. And it's then something it pinged or something, right? Yeah. And at the same time, we have Jon Snow, Dan, like, <laughs> finding out that he's, like, you know, has a family ancestor at the same time who, like, passed down something yeah. that, like, makes him the Black Knight, I think. Yeah, Black Knight. It's a sword. It's, it's, a, it's uh, yeah. the Ebony Blade. But, yeah. Right. And yeah. also has, like, this magical element that's, like, being passed down. And now Kamala has a magical element being passed down to her family. Ancient, like, we don't know where it's from. It's just, like, a very similar theme that it's coming across. And all those three movies um, have to do with ancient beings and magic you don't know where it's coming from so just i feel like they're trying to tie it all in yeah and i don't know if it's gonna be like where they're gonna go with the marvels but like it does feel like where they're trying to go with the origin story at least yeah and it's also something that that we talked about last time and people have been talking about it's that like every like almost every asian character in 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 the mcu (laughs) is from another place Uh, yeah yeah uh okay fine Mm -hmm. (laughs) like nobody from like east asia or south asia can have powers unless it's given it by another dimension or an alien yeah and that's why the Jin storyline was so weird because it's like they are technically from a different dimension they just 
yeah. should have just not done it. They should have just done with the inhuman storyline and not tried to yeah. add time travel and all these other explanations. Mm. Yeah. I have a I have a question for you, Maria. Mm-hmm. And it's regarding like the the magic. So I was talking with um someone today, like after the episode. And correct me if I'm wrong, but is magic forbidden in Islam? So it's kind of like witchcraft. I think the idea of witchcraft that like, okay. oh, where does the source of magic come? Because like that is like the part that like makes it forbidden but it's not more forbidden it's just more like a sign of like oh like this is a sign of like I don't want to say bad but a sign of like other essentially so okay. like if there's magic there's a sign of witches if there's magic right. there's a sign of jinn essentially right mm-hmm. so, so where that's... I'm going with this question is like because in um in this previous episode they kept on describing Aisha as magical so how do you feel about that so in the mcu it's fine right because it's like everything is magical but by by adding the word jinn it's like what why did you make that canon (laughs) because now we have to realize that like magic is bad so um there's actually there's other like discussion happening with like the muslims and tiktok saying that like isn't it weird that like a muslim is magical and a superhero like how does that how do we feel about that but again it's the mcu none of this is like actually like Going to be rooted on a real story so um you have to assume that there's aliens that there's magic that there's thor that there's other like celestial beings and other dimensions happening so like in that moment why would you bring up the fact that oh we explain everything that is other as jinn and because like now mm-hmm. it's like kind of makes it it, it almost contradicts itself because like Faranagar said then we would assume Thor was the jinn because you know he comes down with magic and I swear he came he was in the episode just to clear that up because like we were all worried about that same thing he just said but like why bring it up in the first place then it's because they were white writers for episode yeah. three it just <laughs> it just seems so like careless of them to just throw it out there and like even the way the Kamala's dad handled it it just was so I don't know it just seemed very like mm. like a white writer wrote it um is it similar to and I know we're going to be running out of time soon. Is it similar to we can ex- like like witches to Christianity? The uh, historically Christians have not been good to anyone who has been considered a witch or liking anyone witch. But we can kind of buy witches in our in our fiction. But when it's demonic witches, that there's a kind of that's a negative spin on witches. So like. So- Jinn would be so, a negative spin on magic? No, it's more like Jinn are like, there's good Jinn, there's bad Jinn, there's neutral Jinn. They're like of a different dimension. They're spirits, angels, essentially. And it's like, okay, we have that and we believe that in our life here, trying to assimilate it into the MCU, it's kind of where it gets tricky mm-hmm. because it's like now we have to like talk about angels existing in the mcu and these things like and like other spirits so it's not the demonic or like the negativity with it it's more of like a how do we like uh, i guess like explain for it you know yeah okay yeah. so right. it's more like we can't like if another muslim was just like oh like um there's this expression called well there's this term called shirk which is like putting anything at the same level of god mm. So, like, that's, like, one of the major sins in Islam. So, like, superheroes, like, that are, like, you know, praised, that, like, have these, like, ungodly powers that are called gods in some cases, 
um, would be considered shirk if we're also believing in jinn in this situation. Mm-hmm. So like that's why it'd be kind of complicated to talk to Muslims about it. This is why I didn't show my dad that episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just it's better to it's like a really weird topic to like bring up in an right. MCU show. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um really quick before we get going, what do we think is gonna happen in episode six? I think Amrod's gonna be the bad guy now. You think like so? Something's gonna yeah, like now that he has the power. He's with Bruno. Like they're gonna have to come back to Jersey eventually, right? Yeah. So like, and I think he's supposed to be the villain in the in the comic comics. books. Yeah. So I think they might be like heading towards that. I think Damage Control is gonna be the the villain. I think we still have. Oh yeah. They have to have come back, and they literally sh- they, they did had a drone with a missile mm-hmm. aimed at a youngster. He's eighteen, but like still, right? Mm-hmm. Who's equipping these drones with missiles to to track down kids? Like, I feel like they're the bad guys. And, and yeah, for sure. I'm, you know, I forgot about damage control. Like, I also don't like that storyline very much. Yeah. But, like, yeah. I'm hoping it's like a damage control is there, but then, like, it's developing into Comrade's villain origin story. I feel like if damage control is going to be bad, the MCU needs to get rid of damage control. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We can't have that institution around. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, but I don't, I don't know. Again, Aisha, or not Aisha, Najma dying throws off yeah. everything that I, I thought was going. Because, uh, Rid, did we talk about this? Like, I thought all the clandestine were going to put on the bracelet and get powers themselves. Yeah. But they're all dead. Oh, yeah. Not all yeah, of them, right? Like, no, well, all of them a, actually died. How'd they all die? They didn't all touch the veil. No, but one of them no, died one in of the them episode was before. In episode four, I remember. Yeah. Because, oh, like, okay. that's when Najma got yelled, you bastard, like a Bollywood movie. <laughs> oh, because yeah. he gets the daggers thrown. Yeah. But not that kind of, like, light-skinned, whitish kind of guy with the, cur- like, kind of chubby, curly hair, beard guy. I think it was him. No, it was yeah. the other guy. It was the, I'm a buff guy. There's guy. four of them, right? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't actually yeah. remember where the fourth one is. I think one of them might be alive, but I don't the know. The guy who's fascinated with human culture. That he guy, he definitely- didn't die. No, I think he something did happen to him though. I forget what. Um, gotta go back and rewatch it. Yeah, we yeah. gotta figure that out. Um, yeah. uh, any final thoughts before we get going? I just hope they give us an explanation because so yes. far I love everything yeah. about the show that has nothing to do with the superhero part. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say like the first half was so good and so solid. It was like starting to be my first favorite episode, and then the second half happened, and I was like, "What?" It's confusing <laughs> um, and complicating. And yeah. so, and it doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to be. Yeah, it really didn't need to be. Like, uh, I I hope they get it together. Yeah, for that one too. Also, I'm sad to see him go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kareem, like Red Dagger. But I, that was so funny when his um her mom saw him. Yeah. Like my favorite part. Yeah. For sure. Who's that boy? Yeah. Um Also, how cute was it that the grandma calls uh, uh her Mooney? Right? Is that what you called her mm-hmm. for short? Yeah, for mm-hmm. yeah. And oh, uh, I was actually I, I did I cry? I think I cried when uh Nani got the photo. You know? Yes. Yeah. I cried at the ending. Was that at the ending or am I thinking about another one? I cried at some point with Nani and No 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 that Oh cried. the ending, yes, when they all yeah. hug and like they yeah. talk that was in the so, thing. That was so that was probably like 
<laughs> I like like the first 20 minutes, the last 10 minutes, yeah. 10, like five-ish minutes. Those yeah. were the best parts of the episode. Yeah. I cried whenever um, Nibanti figured out it was Kamala, like yeah. that she was the one that was running around. Like that part made me really happy. I wasn't too happy with the way they ended the mother thing because I feel like there just needs to be a lot of unpacking there has the to powers be. and yeah, oh, yeah. So it's yeah. just like they, we can't just hug this out like I want to know more but I think that's just because I want to know more yeah right um, uh Spidey Jam says that I think Kamran will be good until Kamala says that Najma died and he'll blame yeah. Kamala that's yeah. I mean classic classic yeah um and like the MCU series always had two villains too so it could be that damage control and Kamran are both yeah yeah that. well there has to be a reason to suit up and also her yeah. what bracelet or something not the bangle but like something turned into the, oh yeah uh, oh yeah Nietzsche's theory was right mm-hmm. which was what so he has a theory that like the lightning bolt symbol that is like associated with Kamala Khan is actually just her name like her um her name in Arabic but like it was like the K part because that's like how you spell it mm. so when they broke it that is her symbol so yeah. like oh. you, you got that right that was really cool I was right. really good stuff, that. Good that stuff. was so good yeah. yeah um as we as we uh, uh bring this episode to a close i want to thank everybody out there for watching uh spidey jams and nub and uh anyone else out there who was watching uh you're watching our live stream at volume.com slash the keeg show or twitch.tv slash the keeg show or youtube.com slash the keeg show everything slash the keeg show um we're also on social media on tiktok and instagram at the keeg show that's our main two uh instagram and tiktok and then we're also on facebook and twitter and all that stuff so wherever you guys are uh watching us uh or thank you for watching us and then we also have our podcast uh where you get your podcast from so apple Podcasts, google play soundcloud spotify and iHeartRadio. we're on all of those um if you're into podcasts, you want to w- listen or watch past episodes, you can do that there. We got all our podcasts over there. Uh, before we get going, Rid, as my co-host, where can we find you online? What's your social media? Where can we find you? Uh, everything is just at Marvel with Rid, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. So if you want to talk about Miss Marvel, Marvel movies, you can check me out on those three platforms. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Um, and Mario, where can we, uh, where can we find you? Mostly on TikTok, which will be call me by the same Mario, which is really long, but all of my Miss Marvel content right now is there slowly expanding to Instagram and sometimes Twitter, but yeah, right now I'm doing a lot of TikToks on Miss Marvel. Yeah. And is it rebranding season for you too? Cause it's been rebranding season for a lot of people. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i feel like it has to happen soon too yeah, yeah. maybe yeah. maybe maybe come to california and be calamaria yeah i do really love that name you, it only works with california or if you just like calamari one of yeah, the that's others true. you know so yeah yeah pick it pick one um <laughs> thank you so much for coming on maria yeah, thank you guys for having me. This was so yeah. much fun. Sorry I had to leave for a minute. Oh, no, that's cool. My mom cool. found out that Very similar to Kamala's mom. So, like, yeah. our imitation. <laughs> yeah. For sure. I should have uh, I should have put the red right here. Yeah, she actually was hovering to see who it was to see if I was, like, talking to someone normal. Yeah. It's normal? Uh-oh. <laughs> like, normal? She, she was like, no, whenever I said, like, oh, I'm talking to, like, 
I don't know. She's just like, maybe you're like, you know, on group chat. She'd think she's like really worried about like online culture and things yeah. like everyone's a predator. So yeah. she would thought that like I would probably in a chat room talking to strangers. I'm like, no, yeah. I'm talking to like friends that are Daisy. Yeah. I always said I'm like they're Daisy people, they're South Asian people. <laughs> <laughs> good people. Oh, when 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 Kareem is like uh, uh, auntie and like yeah yeah, that was really cute. Yeah um, yeah. But yeah, she um, was hovering. Yes. Okay. Later. Cool. 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 Um. So, uh, thank you so much for for being on here, Maria. Thank you, Rid, so much for uh for doing this. Uh, we're gonna close out this episode, but uh, thank you, everybody, once again. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and this has been the Miss Marvel After Show, episode five. Take care, everybody. Bye. King.